Welcome to MickOzzy.tv and my international sports and sports comedy show and podcast. Well, AFL round four is over. I went seven and two straight up. That's money line for the win. And I went seven and one against the spread. One game was a pick em on the spread. The spread's crazy. Last week I went, uh, Seven and two against the spread. Then in week two, I went like two and seven. So be very careful on the plus minus. That's the spread for sports betting purposes. But the craziness happened again this week. So I go on Friday night on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204, YouTube, everything with Gabe Renzi, Sports Grid New York show. And each week, the biggest upsets come just after I finish the show. So late Friday night, early Saturday morning, Canada, USA time. So Gabe puts his bets on mainly on the AFL Friday night, and then he stays up till 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning and watching and betting. Well, we got smashed again. Can you believe this? No wonder they will always be called the Collingwood Collywobbles. They got beaten by the GWS Giants. They were huge favourites and then they lost by like 30 points. Craziness. And GWS had three of their best players out again. Coniglio, DeVore and Davis. So craziness there. And then the West Coast Eagles were up big against the St. Kilda Saints. And then the Saints kicked eight goals in a row to beat the West Coast Eagles. I got the Blues over the Suns on the late night Friday night game. So let's now go to my segment Friday night on Sports Grid New York show. Talking all sorts of things. Masters, golf, we talk AFL, we talk IPL cricket, we talk my COVID vaccination and uh, lots of stories. So enjoy and then I'll come back at the end of the show and talk AFL round five initial picks and thoughts. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. So we got Mick Aussie stepping up and in and before we get to some overnight AFL uh, picks, uh, Mick, uh, I, I placed a wager for the Masters, well, more than one, uh, but I bet who the top Australian is going to be. Um, you know, in honor of Dubsy, Andrew Anderson joins us a couple of times a week. So, you know, we obviously talked about who the top Aussie player was going to be. And I've got Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith, he's two under right now, shot 68 today, 74 in the first round, 68 in the second round. Mark Leishman. Shot 72 on Thursday, but 67 today. I don't know if Leishman's going to be able to continue this, so I'm not panicking, but uh, your countryman here, Mick, is uh, tied for fourth place right now. Mark Leishman in the Masters, although I'm hoping that Cameron Smith catches him. Yes, the big fella, Leishman. Hey, he's doing all right. But no, I really enjoyed your segment with Dubsy and Cam. I love golf, Gabe, but I didn't know enough to uh, bet on it. So, oh, yeah, I did. I put some bets on uh, Justin Thomas and a bit on Cameron Smith and a couple others. So, great segment with you and Cam and Dubsy. But, yeah, that Cameron Smith's done well. I like him as well. Yeah, he's a good golfer, and he's still, he's still in the mix right now. <clears throat> as far as Justin Thomas, that was our pick to win, me, Cam, and Dubsy. And... Um, He's T six right now. He's only three shots off, guys. So he's he's definitely he's in the mix here. He's gonna he's in the mix. He's gonna be in the mix. So uh, no no panic as far as Justin Thomas. The Masters, some good stuff. We were also talking about cricket earlier. 
And we were talking about the uh, the Indian Premier League. I didn't realize the richest man in the world owns the Mumbai Indians. And I see they're like plus 275 to win. And their league is only like six weeks or something like that. So might be a play that I'm going to take a look at, actually. It's some obscure cricket futures. But uh, have you played cricket before, Mick? Are you a good cricket player? Mate, I, as I say, I played tennis competitively till I was 19. Played a lot of beach cricket, a lot of backyard cricket. Played a couple of proper cricket games with the Woodville boys. But it's a great game. But that IPL game, it is massive. The players get paid millions of dollars. And the Aussies and the international players, they all want to get in on it. And they make a hell of a lot of money for that six weeks. It is absolutely massive. And sadly, the USA and Canadian people don't really realise how big it is. Like, nearly a billion people in India, massive, massive money. I mean, the top cricketers over there are making $20, 30000000 million a year. Trengulka, one of the best players of all time, he is loaded, made it a lot of money. Yeah, it's pretty crazy format that... They, they signed the players for these, like, two-month windows. So you're telling me, like, in the Indian Premier League, there's dudes from all over the world. It's not just Indian guys. There's, like, South Africans and Australians and everything because they make so much money, right? Oh, absolutely. And they're only allowed certain a number of international players. And the Australian, uh, some of the media guys in Australia are a bit pissed off because some of the Australian test cricket players went over to the IPL, then they came back and they kind of dodged a few games and missed a few games for Australian cricket, but the money's huge. <laughs> and it's 20 overs, so, yeah, 20, 20 overs per game, and it's a fast-hitting, very action-packed crazy. But they're mad over there, mate. They like fires in the crowd, especially when India play Pakistan. It's nuts. Sometimes they can't even play in those countries after... They have to play it somewhere else. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they have to play without fans in a neutral neutral field, <laughs> right? Because like, they're like, no, no, we can't, we, we, we can't go either. We're like, no, we can't go to either country. So uh, let's talk about my team, the West Coast Eagles. We got St. Kilda and then the West Coast Eagles. West Coast now 2-1, Mick. Um you know, you know, there's been opportunities with West Coast. They're not as um, they're not as popular with the odds makers as they used to be, uh, but they are favorites in this game against St. Kilda. What do you make of this matchup? Oh, mate, I underestimated them a little bit. Like they absolutely destroyed the Port Adelaide Power Patsmies. And I don't get this game. These teams, like apparently Port Adelaide, they do a warm up for like twenty, thirty minutes. It's ridiculous. Save your energy. All you need is five to ten minute warm-ups. So I don't agree with some of the stuff going on. They destroyed Port Adelaide. They should win well. Saints have been disappointing. They were looking to do really well this year. They've started slow. Eagles got a couple of real good players out. Shuey, ten weeks out with a hamstring, their captain. Eagles should win mentally. If they're switched on, Gabe, they will win and they will cover. But it's a mental thing for them. As long as their attitude's right, they'll win it and win it well. Yeah, you know what? As FanDuel right now is minus 178 on the money line. If you don't want to lay the 11 points, 11 and a half points. So it's uh, minus, uh, minus, uh, minus 178 on the money line. And you know what? FanDuel is interesting. They're really starting to expand. Their, uh, they're starting to expand 
uh, their their AFL action right now. We've got first scoring play, um, first scoring play of the game. How it's going to happen? And and in fact, this is interesting, Mick. This is crazy. I've never seen this before. They've got the uh, Mason Cox specials. <laughs> you got Mason Cox. Mason Cox uh, specials. So Mason Cox to score three or more goals is plus 250. You think he can score wow. three or more goals? He's plus 250 oh, to score three got... or more goals. Uh, yeah, maybe. They're playing the Giants. That's been terrible, the Giants. The big fella, some weeks he's really good, then some weeks he struggles. So he uh, he's a bit up and down, but he's so big, mate. They put it up high in the air, and he should be able to grab it. Sometimes they push him out of the way because he's a bit, you know, he's so tall, but he's not that strong. But, yeah, once he gets the ball, and he kicks well, he's done really well. And he's not too bad on the ground either, but uh, a bit risky for three goals. He often gets a couple of goals a game. This is pretty hardcore, Mick. They're really Americanizing this right now. You can bet on who's going to score the first goal of the game. So, West Coast, Tim Membry, Josh Kennedy, Max King. Jack Darling, Dan Butler, Oscar Allen, some hardcore stuff, man. That's some DJN stuff, guys. When you're you're sitting up at four in the morning on a Friday night, and you got money on Jack Darling to score the first goal of an AFL game, you know you're a hardcore gambler. Uh, you know, if you know who Jack Darling is, you're a hardcore gambler. But I say West Coast win this game, uh, minus minus one seventy eight. West Coast uh, get it done. All right, so uh, uh, Blues, Blues, and Suns. Uh, Gold Coast, and uh, we got Carlton's minus 118. Gold Coast is uh, minus 104. Yeah, really interesting game. It's up on the Gold Coast. Well, the Suns, they start off well, and they've got a few. They've got a lot of good kids, mate. They've got some big draft picks, but they've got some injuries. Wits, their Ruckman's out. They just... They're just down on players. That said, it's going to be 32 degrees Celsius, so that's a bit of an advantage for them. But the Melbourne boys, well, it's just at the end of summer, so it shouldn't matter too much. I think the Blues will win this just because of the Suns' injuries. And the Blues won, you know, they're one and two, so they've really got to, they really got to win this one. Otherwise, their season could be under big pressure. Take the Blues on the money line, but be careful. Really, uh, kind of like a 50-50 game. I think the Blues will just get it done. We talked about the Giants, Collingwood, and uh, and the Magpies. Magpies and Giants. Uh, so Collingwood, minus 500 on the money line. They're going to roll. That's good parlay material right there. I know Johnny Rose Beef in New York City is looking for a dance partner for some parlays. There's your partner right there, Collingwood, AFL. More with Mick on the other side. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Mick Ossie uh, joining us, giving us some AFL picks for the overnight players uh, here. For the record, if you uh, parlayed Collingwood on the money line and West Coast on the money line, 
It's uh, minus 114. And both these games are coming up uh, this evening. That's minus uh, 114. If you don't want to lay the minus 176 with uh, West Coast, they should beat the St. Kilda Saints. And uh, the Magpies should win. Collingwood, uh, they're massive favorites, actually. So the money line price is not bad at minus 500. Uh, so, Mick, uh, just to confirm, so with Gold Coast and uh, Carlton, Gold Coast and Carlton, this, this game is, is, this is the one, of all these games, they all have big point spreads, or 11 and a half, 26 and a half, 15, 16 and a half. What about Gold Coast and Carlton? Who do you like here? Oh, I like the Blues. I like Carlton just, but that's one of the tricky games. So there's three really tricky games, and that's one of them. But that's interesting you said that Magpies-Eagles multi-parlay, because that's what I've got written down as my first one, and it was a... Uh, Minus 118 not long ago, so now it's minus 114. So, yeah, that's probably the safest two-team parlay of the remaining games. We've had a really good start, and Ken and Kyle and those boys that follow my Twitter, they know that I give out some picks, and we've had a good start. But unfortunately, our Friday night games have been a bit rough, so be a bit careful later on tonight, eh? All right, well, we've got uh, the Kangaroos are in action, and they continue to get smashed. And we've talked about the Roos so far. They lost 117-65 to to Port Adelaide. Then they lost 98-39 uh, to, to, the, to the Suns. And then they raised it up a notch. They got smashed 167-39. to I can't even add this up. So they, they lost by... Uh, they lost by, uh, what, 88 points? <laughs> like, 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 we're getting into record territory. Like, it's one of the biggest beatdowns ever, Mick. Like, 167 oh. to 39. That's not a normal score. Yeah, they, they made the finals probably four or five years ago, and the thought was they should have had a rebuild. And then they, they recruited some players they probably shouldn't have, and now they got injuries. They just got full of kids, so... I said they might go down as the worst team in AFL history, and there's danger of them going broke, and they might want to relocate them to Tasmania, so they're in big, big trouble. The Crows should win. Like, the Crows are 2-1, which has absolutely shocked me, because the Crows were looking like they were going to be nearly as bad as the Roos. But this, with the new rules, these young kids have got moving and running quick. The Crows should win. I think they'll cover the 16 and a half because the Roos are so, so bad. It's in Melbourne, but the Crows should win that and probably cover. All right. Uh, so speaking of Melbourne, we've got the Demons. This is Saturday night action. Melbourne and Geelong. Uh, this is a, a close point spread uh, here. Uh, the Cats are minus one and a half against the Demons uh, here, Mick. Uh, who do you like uh, here between uh, Melbourne, who are 3-0 and on the season? So they're off to a great uh, start. And the G-Long Cats, historically, they're always good, these guys. They're 2-1 and one so far, Mick. Two straight wins. What's your take? Yeah, really interesting game. Demons have won three, but they haven't really beaten anyone decent. So this is their first real test. Now, the Cats lost the grand final last year, and they recruited a few old fellas. I don't like the way they're playing. I think they're lucky to have the two wins that they have got. They're too slow and old, and they haven't adjusted to the new, quicker pace of the rules. For that reason, I'm going for the underdog here, and Kev did as well. Kev says demons by five, and I already picked demons. I think they might get up. It's in the MCG. That's a demon's home ground. 
tough one to pick. Could go either way. I actually like the Demons to win that. I just don't like the way the Cats are moving right now. They just seem to be too slow and old. All right. Uh, mixed Colony, a small upset uh, here. Demons getting a point and a half. Money lines minus 104. And then we finally, in closing, we've got the Dockers and the Hawks. So a Fremantle 11 and a half point favorites against the Hawthorne Hawks. Well, I don't like to be negative on the AFL, but I'm going to be right now. They should give us all the team selections on Thursday night, but they're not, Gabe. So I don't know the ins and outs until probably, what, tomorrow night. So for that reason, I'm going to rely on the Dockers' injury report, and I think they're getting some players back. But I will go for the Dockers to win at home. They're younger kids. They still have a nice run on. The Hawks are just too defensive. They're very well coached. Dockers, what, 11.5-point favourite? Bit of a toss of the coin. For guys out there, look at the injury report just before the game. And I do like the Dockers to win that if they've got some players back. Nat Fife, the uh, Brownlow medalist, that's the best player. He's back in after getting a concussion. Tough one to pick, but because it's in Perth, Dockers home field, I think the Dockers might get that one done. You know what? I think we've got some uh, we've got some Australian uh, basketball that's actually starting too, coming up. Uh, Mick doesn't do basketball though. Mick does the AFL. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't handicap. So you're an Adelaide Crow fan. What about the Adelaide Thirty? Have you ever been to an Adelaide Thirty Sixers game before? Oh, of course, Gabe. When I worked in the computer business before I came to Canada in 1998, we had a corporate box. And back then there was really good crowds, maybe like 10,000 in the stadium that it held. And then the and then the league had a real lull for a few years, but it's back, mate. It's really doing well. And as you know, uh, what's that kid? His dad's an idiot. He played there last year, and he's doing well in the NBA. So the basketball in Australia is on the up. And get this. One of the guys in Australian media reckons that the uh, Australian basketball team are a big chance for a medal in the Olympic Games, even though I can't believe the Olympic Games are going ahead. Australia's a big chance for a medal in the Olympic Games. Is, uh, is Ben Simmons playing? No, right? Is Ben Simmons going to play? Yeah, you need Ben Simmons to play. Uh, All right, so that'll be interesting. Um, I look forward to it, as you stated. And for the record, we were talking about the boycott of the Olympics the other day, and they denied it. I guess um, it was not a, um, I don't know, someone at the State Department sort of said maybe, except, so for the record, I I saw that uh, Biden's spokespeople shot that down after and said, no, 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 we don't, we, we're not talking about any Olympic boycotts. So that was just someone at the State Department that threw it out there for whatever reason. So just, just for the record, throw it out there. Yeah, we got a big summer, Mick, man. We got uh, Euro, the Euro Soccer Championships, the Olympics. going to be like over the top. That's the thing with the pandemic. It's got all these sports things backed up, uh, right? So we're all, we're all backed up. Now, now we're catching up. Uh, so, hey, listen, great stuff as always, uh, Mick. But uh, to recap your plays, that's the, you know, to me, if the question is, listen, guys, if you only play West Coast, it's minus 176. If you add Collingwood in here, who should win, then it's it's minus 112. So it's up to you if you want that, you know, that difference. But let me just quickly throw in 
Let's throw in your crows uh, against the, uh, the sad sack pathetic ruse here. And then suddenly we're going to have a nice multi, as you guys call parlays. Ooh, look at this. Plus 166. West Coast, oh. Collingwood, and Adelaide. Plus 166. Well, that's interesting because that is the third one I've got. And in my figures, it was oh, I did it a couple hours ago, it was plus 159. And then the extra one I've got is the Dockers for the four-teamer at plus 294. And I do like your Eagles. If they're going to win, they should be able to cover that 11.5, Gabe. So I think the Eagles might on the minus is probably a good bet as well. Yeah, you know, I like to, I'm going to play the parlay. I was going to, you know... I was just going to play West Coast, but it's minus 179. You're not going to make, you know, whatever. I don't hate it, but it's 179. Like I said, Collingwood should beat Great Western Sydney. I don't see why they won't. And then um, Adelaide, like like Mick said, Adelaide weren't supposed to be good, but they're 2-1. They are a young team. But this this kangaroo team, guys, historically bad. I mean, they're, getting, they're losing by 60 and 80, and, like, they're getting murdered. Absolutely murdered out there. So I'm putting a parlay in right now. It's in. There's no turning back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, plus, uh, plus 166. West Coast Eagles, Collingwood, and Adelaide. And uh, we got some late night action for people. Mick, you can, uh, uh, before you go to bed tonight, you can watch the games. Yeah, I was just watching on TSN 5. I'm watching the uh, Lions and the Bulldogs, so that was good. But yeah, be careful. There's still be some. There's been some crazy upsets, but this week so far, I've done really well. So hopefully it continues. And Gabe, guess what? I'm getting the jab in the arm finally tomorrow. Should have been two months ago, but I'm getting the uh, AstraZeneca vaccine tomorrow. I'm eligible, so I'm going to do it, mate. Got to do it. All right, Mick, yeah, you're in the public, uh, you're a big star, you're in the public all the time, so you got to be pro- protected. And you know what? Like I said, I'm not, you know, I haven't had the chance yet. I, I think I'm coming up soon, but for me, I'm not like, oh, yeah, I'm dying to get a vaccine, but for traveling purposes and stuff, it's going to be real difficult if you don't. You know, just getting in and out of countries and traveling and sports arenas and all that type of stuff. Mick Aussie, follow him on Twitter at Mick Aussie. The late night anger management cast continues. Bring it. Well, that was again a lot of fun on Gabe Marinci's late night sports rage show on Sports Grid Radio, Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 204, and of course YouTube. Yeah, but don't uh, read the chat, you guys, if you haven't been on there. There's some snowflake, woke, teen-up, PC trolls on there. And I don't mind the trolls. You don't let the trolls worry you. But it's the real people, the real people that know me and the show that get on there under fake names. They can go and get stuffed. Admit your real name, you fucking weaklings. All right. Round four, AFL. We did well. Seven and two, as I said, a couple of big upsets. Maybe one or two people might have picked the uh, Saints, but I don't think hardly anyone would have picked the GWS over the Magpies. Maybe <clears throat> the Crows won big last night against the Roos. They were down at three-quarter time, but had a massive last quarter to end up 41-point winners. The Crows are three and one. Wow, not bad. I'll eat my words. They might keep it going. 
The Demons Over the Cats, that was the pick I liked. And I liked it, and then Kev said, yep, Demons by five. Well, they did. They won well. The Cats are in trouble. They made the grand final last year, but they're too old and slow. They're not adjusting to the new rules of quicker play. Like the Crows, they get the ball down quick to Tex Walker, and he's on fire. He kicked the first two goals in the first two minutes last night. Ended up with three goals. Fogarty ended up with three so the new, quicker style of play with the new rules that Stephen Hawking and the AFL brought in, fantastic. About time, because the last five or so years, some of the games have just been way too defensive, too much sidewards, backwards kicking, too many players around the ball. So well done to the AFL with the new rule where it creates a lot more faster flowing play on style of game. Yes, I did have my COVID-19 AstraZeneca vaccine jab in the arm yesterday morning. All okay. The pharmacist warned me of some possible side effects. Had a bit of shitty pants, bit of diarrhea. Poor, oh, it was a bit smelly too. But that's all right. Slept well, so we're all good. And most people I talk to in my racing truck driving job, well, zero to 60, agree that they would have taken and they will take the first vaccine offered to them. So let's hope uh, I can relax a bit now that I've uh, had the first jab. Jab in the arm. COVID-19 is not too good here in Canada right now. <clears throat> All right, let's now go to some initial picks for AFL round five. The Tigers at the Saints at Marvel Stadium. The Tigers should win that. 16.5 favourites. Oh, maybe take the Saints to cover that. The Eagles at home at the magnificent Optus Stadium against the Collie Wobble Magpies. The Eagles should win that, although Collingwood did okay over there in Perth recently. The Western Bulldogs on fire, 4-0. They're against the Gold Coast Suns. The Suns have got too many injuries. Take the Dogs on that one. They're 29.5 point favourite. Yeah, they might cover that. The Swans at the SCG against the other Sydney team, the Greater Western Sydney Giants. Yeah, I think the Swans will get up on that. They're 16 and a half point favourite. Could be close. The Port Adelaide Power Pap Smears in Melbourne against the Carlton Blues at the MCG. They're eight and a half point favourites. Yeah, I think they'll win. Probably cover. Now the Essendon Bombers are up at the Brisbane Lions. Whew. Lions will probably win that, but the Bombers might cover that 26.5 point spread. The Fremantle Dockers are at the Adelaide Crows, my home city of the magnificent Adelaide, and the Crows are 3-1. and one. Unbelievable so far. Crows are 7.5 point favourite. Oh, the Dockers are a chance there. I'll have to check the trends and see how the Dockers have played in Adelaide. Maybe take the Dockers on the pluses. They might even win that one. Hopefully the Crows, though. The Demons at the Hawks. Demons 22.5 point favourite. Yeah, I think they'll win that and maybe cover. And then the North Melbourne Kangaroos at Geelong Cats. Cats are 54.5 point favourite. Oh, that's a big spread. That's uh, nine goals. I don't know if they'll get that far in front because the Cats don't score that much. Maybe take the ruse on the plus there. But all my picks, check out my Twitter during the week where I'll do my picks. And then next Friday night, again, 
on Sports Rage Late Night on Sirius XM, Sports Grid Radio, YouTube, everywhere. I'll be on with Gabriel Morency talking sports and mainly the AFL picks for round five. Have a great week. Over and out. Mikasi.tv.